0: My friends, at Biden's State of the Union address last week, Georgia Republican Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene repeatedly yelled liar. Tennessee Republican Representative Andy Ogles shouted, it's your fault. And another Republican yelled bullshit. 14 years ago, Republican Representative Joe Wilson was formally rebuked by the whole House after shouting, you lie, at Obama. Now, anything goes. Meanwhile, Representative George Santos remains in Congress, despite mounting revelations of outright lies, fabrications, and shady deals that years ago would have sent a member of Congress packing. We've also just learned about Jared Kushner's quid pro quo with Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, MBS. As Middle East advisor to his father-in-law, Kushner gave MBS everything he wanted. Trump's first trip abroad, permission to blockade Qatar, a pass on imprisoning leading Saudi citizens until they paid him billions, and another pass on killing and dismembering journalist Jamal Khashoggi. As Trump later put it, I saved his, MBS's, ass. Then, after leaving the White House, MBS reciprocated by putting $2 billion from the sovereign wealth fund he chaired into Kushner's private equity company. Where where is the shame? Elon Musk's. Concern about the dwindling number of people seeing his tweets prompted the zillionaire to convene a group of engineers last Tuesday to discover why his engagement numbers were tanking. When one of the company's two remaining principal engineers explained it was likely due to waning public interest in Musk's antics, Musk fired the engineer. We used to call such behavior shameless. Now, It's just what the rich and powerful do. Shame once reinforced social norms. Through most of human history, survival depended on extended families, clans, and tribes to be shamed and ostracized, often death. Charles Darwin, in his book, The Expression of the Emotions in Man and Animals, suggested that shame may have evolved as a way to maintain social trust necessary for the survival of a group and, therefore, its members. In a 2012 paper, psychologists Matthew Feinberg and Dr. Kelton and sociologist Rob Willer found evidence that shame and embarrassment function as a kind of nonverbal apology for having done something that violates group norms. A display of embarrassment shows others that the embarrassed person is still aware of the group's expectations and is still committed to the group's well. Four centuries ago, public shaming included Scarlet, scarlet A's. Ignominy is universally acknowledged to be a worse punishment than death, wrote Benjamin Rush, a signer of the Declaration of Independence, who also sought to put an end to public stocks and whipping posts. A more recent version of public shaming occurred in 1954 when Joseph Welsh, then Chief Counsel for the U.S. Army, stood up to Senator Joseph McCarthy before a nationwide television audience. During a hearing in which McCarthy accused the army of harboring communists, McCarthy attacked one of Welsh's young assistants for having once belonged to the National Lawyers Guild, which McCarthy considered a communist front. Welsh responded, Until this moment, Senator, I think I've never really gauged your cruelty or your recklessness. Have you no sense of decency, sir? Millions of Americans watching the proceedings from their living rooms saw McCarthy as the dangerous bully he was. Have you no sense of decency, sir? By shaming him, Welsh shamed America for having tolerated McCarthy and the communist witch hunt he was leading, the beginning of the end of McCarthy's reign of terror. But today, shamelessness has gained a certain elan. Audacity, insolence, and impudence are welcomed. Irreverence is celebrated. We hoot when someone gives society the bird. Many Americans love Donald Trump's. L- Meanwhile, instead of being directed at behavior that undermines the common good, shame is now often deployed against people who don't fit in. Social media unlashes torrents of invective on people who do little more than say something silly or look different or are socially inept. Shaming like this can cause a sensitive teenager to take his or her life. Why are the late, late, late social norms now treated like Wild West outlaw, te- outlaw heroes, while those who are different are ridiculed? Why are bullies now applauded, while those at the margin are ostracized?